everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Yes, it is time to swap out those Bath and Body Works fragrances through the winter, toss them away. It's now time to bring on those spring scents. And speaking of springing himself, Mr. Matthew, welcome back to Pennsylvania, man. How are you? That sounded oddly sexual, but I'm going to bypass that. Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, Nope. I (laughs) am feeling fantastic. Uh, I'm happy to report. Actually, do I still have my Apple Watch tan? Let's let's find out. Oh, let's take a look. Uh, Not really. This is great not, audio not content. Not really. Yeah, this is fantastic <laughs> podcasting. Uh, YouTube.com slash funny business. Sure. Something like that. <laughs> Solo.to slash funny business on YouTube. Uh, I'm great. Florida was fantastic. It was way too quick. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it was just it was just a great time. Uh, and then got to come back for a homestand, which went well. Uh, and here we are uh, two weeks later. I know, man. It felt weird. Like, obviously, we stayed in touch. We kept sending each other talks. I think yep. our streak went away again just this past weekend. Sad yeah. face. It, it, we'll get it back. We'll get it back. We'll bring it. We'll bring it. We're bringing it back. Um, Let's say you start a podcast or you're running your own side hustle and have a bunch of links that you want your audience to know about. As a podcast, Matt and I have all of our social media all of our podcast links, and other important things. Make it easier for your followers to find your important links, social media, and latest content by having it all in one page with Solo.to. I'll be honest, I have used similar websites like this, but nothing compares to Solo.to. All of your links are clean and easy to navigate. Have an upcoming video? It's really easy to make those changes. Plus, Solo.to has opportunities to upgrade to include more customization, advanced analytics, and so much more. Solo.to is giving us a special opportunity for you to get 10% off if you create an account and upgrade. Be sure to go to solo.to slash funnybusiness to create your account today. I'm glad that you had a great time, Matt. It seemed like you did. It was great that April celebrated her birthday. Matt, how is drinking around the world? I don't think we ever talked about that. We did not get to every country. Well, I shouldn't say that. What? We, we didn't get a drink from every country. Okay. Uh, but that was by choice at the end. So obviously we started in Mexico with one of the worst margaritas. Really? We've ever had. It was so bad. It was like we were drinking salt. Oh. Like they, they put so much salt in the rim, it like fell in the drink, and then it just like sucked to the bottom. It was terrible. Um. So then we did like half, and then we wanted to do some rides and stuff. Like we didn't want to just drink around the world and get plastered. Yeah. Um, so we took a break, did some rides. Then we came back. Uh, we were going to go to Germany for beer. The heavens let loose. This absolute downpour. We had <laughs> ponchos on. Me and April yeah. were separated from her mom and, and her sister. Uh, we went to go to Germany to get a grapefruit beer, which we've had before. It's fantastic. And we had ponchos on. It didn't matter. We we were absolutely yeah. soaked. Uh, so then we weren't able to get to Morocco, Canada, or the UK. Okay. We had everything else but that. Uh, we also played it pretty smart. We didn't really get our own drinks everywhere. We mostly shared drinks. We didn't want to get too crazy in Disney because no sense of getting that drunk in public. Uh, so great drinks. Phenomenal drinks. Oh, they were all fantastic except for the margarita. Um, and then my gate rained so hard that day that we canceled our dinner reservations. The roads were like that flooded. Like you just couldn't drive. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. I, yeah. I mean, I know Florida is meant for nice weather, but sometimes, you know, especially rain when it rains, it pours. Yeah. It rained for at least a little bit every day we were down there. Um, it was great. Star Wars part of Hollywood studios was just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, did I tell you our Rise of the Resistance fiasco? No, but you said it was a great ride. Did you want me to explain it real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So we got in line. It said it was going to be an hour and 20 minutes. We're like, all right, what else are we going to do? It. We're going to do it. <laughs> so we sit in line for about the first 45 minutes to an hour. Ride breaks down. So we're like halfway through the line. We're like, we're not moving. Oh, no. Let's see what happens. This guy starts like cursing out the employees. It's just going bananas because the ride broke down. Asked for a manager. <laughs> uh, the manager did not come. 
Rod gets back up. So then we're at the very front of the line, right? So we, we, we get selected. You know, they start asking you, like, how many people in your group? We said four. We go in. Uh, we go into the room. BB-8's there. Ray oh. pops up, tells you what your experts, uh, tells you what your journey is going to be. Move on to the next part. Like, you're going to get on to the fighter pilot. Door was closed. They goes, all right, everybody, we're going to have to give you a lightning lane pass to come back as the ride just broke down. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so we ended up getting the lightning lane pass, came back, went on the ride. I would have waited four hours for that ride. Yeah. It was so good. Um, it, it's not even like part of it is a ride that you sit in and you move. Mm-hmm. Other is just like like the details and like the it looked real. It looked like I was yeah. in a Star Wars movie, and it was just so so fun. Um, we had drinks at Oga's Cantina. I got the fuzzy tauntaun, okay, which had foam on top. I don't know if you've heard of this. No. So it had foam on top. Uh, it makes your lips and your tongue numb. You can't feel oh. it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, mm. it was a good drink too. It, it was kind of cool. And then the guy came over. He's like, "How you feeling?" I'm like, "Good." Like I can already feel my lips and tongues already he's like oh really so he walks over to the bar grabs a glass fills it up with foam and i had like that like maybe like two sips of my drink left and he just poured it all on top i'm like this guy i sort of kept my mouth shut uh it, it was just such a fun trip and uh glad it was nice neat to see disney through adult eyes you should have called the bartender a bad name because we know when you call bartenders bad names you get kicked out of the bar right but if i would have said that someone else would have gotten kicked out because um, I yeah. right because the, the person that doesn't say it gets kicked out yeah. yeah oh man we're starting to develop too many inside jokes on the podcast we're really keeping everybody out of of our of our fun but i guess we have to have fun but matt it's funny you're speaking of drinks um i found a really interesting article that i thought we would react to um so matt I, do you remember snack time like in middle, wow, middle school. I mean, I had snacks, but like elementary school, like it would always be a time for snacks. Oh yeah, preschool, absolutely. Yeah, it's the best, the best part of the day. Yeah, and like, did you like in? I guess elementary school. I remember I got a carton of milk like for snack time. Like they literally brought a tray down, and it's like milk cartons that were brought down that you were able to drink. No, I honestly, I, I feel like I packed most of my snacks for snack snack break. Oh, okay. So anyway, uh, parents of children at a Michigan school are outraged after a child brought a bottle of ready-to-drink Jose Cuervo margaritas. Yes, sir. And shared it with several of her kindergarten classmates. Oh, no. Oh, that's not lime juice. (laughs) Well, it is. It's adult lime juice. Yikes. Yeah, that's that's a... I have a story that I'll tell after we talk about this for a little yeah. bit. That's a all-time story. Like that, <laughs> that kid and that family is never going to not tell that story. Wait, is it your eggnog story? No, it's a different story. Okay, good. Just wanted yeah. to make sure before we have a repeat. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the students at the Grand River Academy in Lenova uh, were given the drink, which they initially thought it was juice, and some of them consumed it. Parents said their children didn't realize at first that they were drinking tequila-infused margarita mix. One parent told Fox 2 said that her child had taken four or five sips of a full Dixie cup. Another parent said her child felt woozy and a little dizzy after consuming it. Sorry, kids. When you drink alcohol, that's what happens to you. Especially Jose. Many blame school officials for allowing the incident to happen. According to Fox 2, a student drank the margarita and realized a short time later that there was liquor in it. She then notified the teacher. She went and told the teacher there is liquor in the cup and the teacher gave her a funny face, the parent claimed. Here's my thing. How does a kindergartner know there's liquor in her cup? That's a great point. Unless unless the uh, parents are frequent uh alcohol drinkers and they just they smell it or they know it they look Mm -hmm. to the bottle i don't know um i would i think i probably blame the teacher more well i think they're both parents and teachers are equally to blame here because as a parent you have to know that you packed alcohol in your kids lunch obviously (laughs) but also if you're the teacher you should also be checking to see what kind of snacks and drinks the kids are having so that they don't have anything they shouldn't have i.e alcohol or just so they know like what kind of diet they're having to see 
how they're going to feel the rest of the day. Um, so I don't think one side is more to blame than the other. I think, you know, the parents didn't do their job as parents and the teacher didn't do their job, job as a teacher. I'm going to say that the parents are the ones to blame just because they're the gatekeeper. Like it wouldn't have happened if the parents didn't realize that their child was bringing in the alcohol. Um, you know, obviously, too, I think during snack time, it's a little bit supervised. Like they see, like, obviously what snacks are being brought out. And then obviously, like if they're sharing the snack, they also have to keep in mind of like our allergies, I believe. Like, I mean, I'm no teacher, but like you at least are understandable because you are dealing with children who are not able to make their own decisions yet. Um, so it I, I feel like the parents are more to blame. Um, but obviously the school did the right thing. They immediately called poison control and the parents that, uh, of the students who were involved, um, the school district shared a copy of a letter sent home to parents, which informed them about the incident and said that the child responsible would face disciplinary actions according to the student code of conduct. Um, I think that's bullshit. Uh, The parents should get like fined or something. The kid did nothing wrong in this. Mm -hmm. He's a he's a kindergarten kid. He, what what is he supposed to know? What does he know better? Right, you're right. <laughs> and he was being a good friend and sharing his snacks with everybody. It's a good yeah. kid. What a good kid. He's right. gonna be great at he's, parties later. Oh, fantastic. Well, yes. <laughs> well, yeah, he really is. Um, I just had a thought that lost my lost my train of thought. It'll come back to me. Why don't you share your story? Oh man, what what a story! I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Yeah. Uh, so those parents that that called to get notified. What do you think went through their minds? Like, oh, no, Johnny's sick. Johnny's <laughs> on the toilet. Uh, yeah, Mr. Smith, uh, Johnny had some tequila at school today, and he's going to need to go get picked up. <laughs> like, hell yeah, Johnny. Hey, at least they weren't drinking and driving. That's a great point. <laughs> Unless they were driving their cars on at recess. Yeah, well. The little toy cars. Yeah, the toy cars. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, so. Okay. I found out. Do you remember those little, like, seats with wheels on them? Like they had like little handlebars and like you would roll around them and like you would have to keep your fingers careful or else it'd either slide like it either roll over them. I have no idea. Really? Oh, I got to find a picture. I think there's a um, hang on. I got to find a picture, but go ahead, Matt. Share your story. Yeah. So I was really young. I don't remember how old I was, but it was Halloween and we were at the Northampton Halloween parade getting some candy and my aunt and uncle. And my cousin came up. My cousin Tina is handicapped. She's in a wheelchair. Uh, so Aunt Lois, Uncle Carl, and Tina came up for the Halloween parade. We were all just on the side of the street. We were just getting candy, having a good time. Uh, and that was it. That was the end of the night. Next day, Aunt Lois calls up my dad. Aunt Lois was not very happy. Um, so the adults brought some adult beverages with them to the parade. Nothing that Probably every adult there did. Uh, my dad brought a six-pack of Budweiser. And when he got to the parade, he put it in the back of Tina's wheelchair. Oh. Uh, the beer was not removed. And Tina went to school in the same wheelchair oh. with a six-pack of Bud- Budweiser. And uh, Aunt Lois got a phone call saying that Tina, who again is handicapped and cannot talk, cannot help herself do anything. Uh, Tina went to school with a six pack of beer. <laughs> and I had to be, so this was at our house in Northampton. I had to be, had to be first or second grade. So oh. Tina was also a year older than me. So put that in perspective. Oh my God. All that, time story. That is amazing. I mean, it's, it's sad, but it's amazing. <laughs> oh, it's so, we were cracking up. Like my, my <laughs> Lois was like screaming at my dad on the phone. My dad's laughing hysterically. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can't make it up only my family oh man yeah uh <laughs> that that was actually a really funny story matt um so matt i think i showed you um the the wheel the scooter yeah i'm not gonna lie i've seen these my school did not have these mm. i realized you're actually supposed to put your hands in between the circles not actually on the outside where you're grabbing on the handles. Like it's supposed to be on the inside because it protects your hands. Correct. 
I never knew that. You just realized that now? I I saw it on TikTok a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, son of a bitch. I mean, I didn't lose any fingers from it, but. Well, obviously. Um, these seem fun. Oh. We, you know what we should do? We should get a bunch, get a lot of drinks, mm-hmm. have a party, Responsible. and then try to play. Um, I forget what game we used to play with them. Did we play like something like a like a ultimate frisbee, but kind of like a ball, but like you're on the scooter? Be cool to play wall ball. Drunk? Yeah. With like a softy thinking, ball. Yeah. Are you thinking wall ball, like you have to let it bounce twice, but if you don't catch it, you have to run to the wall and touch it? Yes. And if, it, yeah. and if you touch it and you don't, you, if you drop it, then you have to run to the wall. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think. Well, I was going to say volleyball, but. Quidditch. Quidditch. (laughs) All right, there. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think what else. You know, basketball. I, I feel like that'd be fun. Be hard to shoot. Yeah, because you're on the ground. (laughs) Oh, I thought you meant like I thought you meant just sports in general. Like I'm talking like all sports, any sports. Yeah, but you're sitting on this, is what you're saying. No, I'm just oh, I'm removing that subject. Got it. I thought you meant we were drinking and then using these. Okay. Are right. you drinking that? <laughs> Not right now. I know. But uh, yeah, I, I think these I think these teachers now are very well aware that sh- they should check the snacks. Yeah, I would, I would hope. I also just that should be normal. Like what if what if the kids got some chicken nuggets? You know, who knows? Chicken nuggets in quotation marks. Chicken nuggets in quotation Um, So obviously with the statement, we understand our parents' fears and frustrations. A student did bring a pre-mixed single serve alcoholic beverage that was marketed as adult lemonade to school to share it with four classmates. While we try to keep an eye on everything our students bring to school, that's simply not possible. It's unfortunate that these types of adult beverages can easily be mistaken for child-friendly drinks. School staff noticed the beverage and immediately addressed the situation, which included consulting with medical professionals at Poison Control and calling the parents of the children involved. We are grateful no student became ill or needed medical attention. That I'm kid's, looking... Go ahead. That kid's not going to be lightweight by the time he's like 16. No. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm looking forward to the day of their graduation, their senior year, and like at some point, like if they're... A little less lenient with parents, like the parents are a little less lenient and they have let them have a drink before they head off to college, yada, yada. You'd be like, remember you brought in a margarita during kindergarten, during snack time? Um, That's that's a story you're going to tell for the rest of your life. I mean, just like all of our stories that we share for the rest of our life. Like, correct. (laughs) Like your cousin, like you would have, you know, like, obviously, that's a story to remember. One hell of a story to remember. So it's uh, no, it's cool. Yeah, this, really kid's, cool. this kid's already a legend. He is. Yeah, a absolutely. living legend. He really is. Did you, what type of snacks did you like bringing in for school? Um, fruit snacks, obviously. Yeah. Duh. Uh, what's your favorite type of fruit snacks? Good brand. Oh, I like the Mott's recently. Mott's is sponsored. good. Welch's is always good. The Scooby snacks were always good. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, grape, blue, grape blue. Scooby snacks. Yeah, the blue Scooby was phenomenal. Um, Flintstones were good ones, mm, like the the vitamin ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love chewable vitamins. I still take a chewable vitamin to this day. I, I feel like I taste, need to get back on that train. I, I it is phenomenal, and I don't understand why people like hate the chalky taste. I love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> Now, uh, smart popcorn was was one snack that mm-hmm. I really liked bringing in. It's like that white cheddar popcorn. Oh, uh, it's the best. Mm-hmm. We used to eat bags of that in college freshman year, <laughs> like the uh, the super size bags. Yeah, the super size bag. Not the bag of popcorn that I would get senior year. <laughs> for, the, for those, I used to go to Weiss, and it had to be like I don't even know how big to describe the bag of popcorn. It was massive, and I used to eat it all the time, and my stomach felt like shit. <laughs> Uh, but it's so it's so good. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think what other snacks. I I do remember like the milk the milk cartons that they used to bring down from the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Um, used to buy be able to buy ice cream 
during lunch Ooh. like after you eat like they brought out like the cart and you had like ice cream which was like a dollar that you could buy um but yeah did, i'm trying to think what other snacks did you ever now this is maybe not for younger snacks but i can't remember they haven't been around in a long younger time Younger snacks the kudos chocolate bars the kudos, uh, it was kind of like a granola bar but it was called kudos they had snickers m&ms and like some other i don't know if it no it was kit kat i don't remember oh the best like granola bar i've ever had in my life and you just can't get them anymore i was gonna say i was still on the topic of ice cream like it looked like this like crunchy ice cream yeah you gotta send me it now yep. <laughs> now yep. you're sending me what you got Correct. um what was i gonna share yeah i mean the the snacks definitely are becoming more healthier um i feel like I don't know. I, I haven't been able to talk to anybody who is at the age that they can bring a snack in for class. Like, I mean, we we used to back in college. I mean, we used to bring in Chick-fil-A. We used to bring in whatever we got from the dining hall. Like yep. we still kind of developed that. We pushed that out. But, um, you know, I just I think that um, what was I going to share? I think that this is definitely something that the teacher how what do we think about the teacher like what are your thoughts on the teacher again it's your classroom you, you got to be on top of this stuff but also should they expect alcohol no however you're a kindergarten teacher I don't, you should not know what to expect on a day-to-day basis i feel like this person's never ever going to live up to to that type of experience ever again in their teaching career it's probably going to stick with them for the rest of their career which kind of sucks but uh you know it is what it is so Matt just shared with me the kudos bar. I, I've never seen these before. No, so this is my first uh, time. They got discontinued, and there's rumors that they're coming back, and everybody got really hyped. And I don't think they're coming back. Oh man, they were um, Did you ever have? I think I mentioned this on the pod before. I may have not. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, here too, going strong. Um, ice cream where they had, I think it was either vanilla or chocolate or cotton candy, blue or pink. And you had a wooden spoon, like oh. it literally was like a wooden, basically a stick um, that you'd be able to eat the ice cream with. That was the best thing that, that I was ever with. Uh, so good. We need those, those, little, like, those little ice cream cups. Yep. Uh, uh, Jack and Jill, I think it is. Jack and Jill ice cream. Not aware of that. No. It, it, it was like the little cups. Yeah. Uh, to die for. <laughs> How much money would you give to go back and be a kid for like a year? Uh does does all my obligations freeze yes or time freezes uh, and you get to go back to like i don't know second grade i really i can't i kid you not man i i did not i didn't necessarily enjoy elementary school if i'm being completely honest just but you just get to escape responsibilities for a whole year yeah, I mean, but I don't need to go back to second grade. <laughs> just well, where do you want to go? Well, you can't choose. How much would you choose? Would you pay to go back to college? I cut off my right arm to go no back to college. Still there. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'd pay. I'd pay a decent amount. You know, like maybe a a semester's worth of tuition for that. <laughs> just like you get to play little league baseball again. Ah, uh, yeah. You get to have summers off. I know I know we're going totally off topic if I know we're going yeah right (laughs) yeah if you had to pick one year in your sport career from when you first started the sport Mm -hmm. to when you finished up in your senior year what year would you want to go back to to play one more year like just a refresh like a restart that's tough that's a really tough one I would definitely want to replay a baseball year yeah um Probably sometime when I was in like late middle school or high school, because like that was the team that like I played with for like, like for the rest of my life, and like one yeah. of those first couple of years was just like so much fun. Um, cool. I'd probably have to pick one of those. What about you? I, it's a tie. I thought about it at one point, and then I thought about the other one. It's either between eighth grade basketball, regular season, like school season, eighth grade yeah. basketball, or senior year soccer. Yeah. Because we just like we had such I mean, eighth grade basketball, I did very well in. That was probably the last time I was in like really, really good shape um, as far as like being a point guard and just being able to to have the confidence. But um, 
it just senior year of soccer like we just we we had a we had good teammates like you said like you had a good you had good people to play with um you know no one was ever awful towards each other no one like it was just a really solid team um and we you know we we had some really good oh god i'm reminiscing damn um you know we had some really good games that we played against you know we beat um a team that we haven't we've only beaten once in the four years that i was playing soccer for um you know we beat a team that beat us last my junior year in the playoffs like there's just a lot of things that were just good although we didn't do well which fun fact my last did i ever share this with you about my soccer i i don't know my last soccer game ever is where i live now oh really no way yep. mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah and what it's covered up? it's covered in like it's it, the the field is gone now but i could literally point it out being like that area there was the last field i ever played soccer on that's awesome like, for high school yeah it, it's weird full circle but here we are <laughs> yeah, here we are life comes at you full circle yeah it does but um yeah so uh Parents, make sure you know what your kids packing for lunch if they are a little more independent and can pack themselves. Um, kids, don't do drugs. No, don't do alcohol. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy story. Uh, we're gonna move on to some more crazy things with little segments. Let's move into dude. That's crazy. Um, Michael, let you go first. Oh, yeah, flip it on you flip it now whip it uh matt my first one was just news recently oh okay elon musk mm-hmm. on twitter <laughs> yes he did so of course final negotiations could be different could be not but it's reported that 44 billion dollars was on the table to buy twitter yes which blows my mind so Matt, I just was like, okay, so what can I do with one billion dollars? So forty-four times that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Matt, the following things you can buy for a billion dollars. Um, this was from Reader's Digest um, from Caitlin O'Connell. Uh, Matt, you can buy the Miami Marlins. You can buy the most expensive house in America which it's called The One, and it's located in Bel Air, Los Angeles, listed at $500 million. It's the most expensive private residence ever to hit the market in this country. Uh, number four, some nice art. Um, okay. Apparently, the most expensive painting ever to sell at an auction was Leonardo da Vinci's Salvatore Mundi, which sold at $450.3 million in December of uh, in November of 2017. You can buy a 590-foot luxury yacht. Uh, you could buy a private island. Okay. You could buy the Balmoral Castle, um, which is it's the most famous private... Oh. You could afford one of Queen Elizabeth II most famous private properties, her little 50,000-acre summer home, Balmoral. The Scottish estate is estimated to be worth around $140 million. Uh, You could buy a plane. You could buy uh, the most expensive car in the world, which is in 2018, a 1963 Ferrari GTO sold for $70 million. Okay. You could buy the White House. Um, on Zillow, it's re- listed $398 million. And a family vacation to space for $52 million a pop. And Elon Musk bought Twitter. For, uh, for $44 billion. How is Twitter worth $44 billion? I'm going to say it's the people who work there, the acquisitions. So like um, Cash App, mm-hmm. like obviously those, those investments, the investments that people have made within it. Um, the stock itself, like the stock itself is, is obviously very high. Um, but yeah. Elon Musk. And apparently I saw something else that came up that I saw. Um, Elon Musk decided, oh, I got to find this guy's like tweets because he liked it. And I'm like, oh, I got to save this for the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, 
friendly reminder that Elon Musk told the UN that if they gave him a budgeted breakdown of how six billion could end world hunger, he would do it. They gave him the budget and then he decided not to do it and instead decided he would buy Twitter for 40 for forty five billion dollars. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Um someone just has too much money. Um yeah, it's sad that he just can't solve world hunger. Um and I, listen, I love Twitter. I love it. If he makes me pay for Twitter, <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna pay for Twitter. Everyone's like, we need an edit button, Elon. And it's like, no, you don't. You've been tweeting for how long now? And you've been fine without an edit button. Review your tweet before you hit send. Would you, for your personal account, pay for Twitter? No. I, I don't think I could. I was like, I don't, not that I, I don't know. Like, I love Twitter. Could I, I don't know if I could live without it. I don't think I'd pay 10 bucks a month for it. Like, it's not that important to me. I can go on Instagram and Facebook and basically find the same stuff. Do you think he's going to make us pay for Twitter? No. He had, he released this statement, obviously, when he bought the company. And he said, hello, Elon. Um, So this is a quote by him. Free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy and Twitter is the digital town square where matter matters vital to the future of humanity are debated, said Mr. Musk. I also want to make Twitter better than ever by enhancing the products with new features, making the algorithms open source to increase trust, defeating the spam bots and authenticating all humans. Twitter has tremendous potential. I look forward to working with the company and the community of users to unlock it. Okay. Okay. Which we all know Elon Musk spends most of his time. I can't say most of his time, but like a majority of it, his followings on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And I think he obviously uses um, that in, you know, the most context. And and I think his investment, I don't say investment was right, but it was something that he wanted to buy and acquire. So, and he did. Did you see that tweet from like 2017? And someone replied to one of his tweets. He's like, well, why don't you just buy Twitter, dude? He's like, well, how much is it? Yeah. And today he bought Twitter. It's it's absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Um, Moving on from maybe one of the smartest guys. Yeah, I'd say Elon's pretty smart to be where he is. Yeah. Yeah. To one of the smartest animals. Got a fun, fun dolphin fact for you oh, all. I was going to say dolphins. <laughs> I have a fun dolphin fact. Mike, did you know dolphins sleep with one eye open? <laughs> this is the first time ever trying it live but dude that's crazy yeah. <laughs> save me some edit time <laughs> which i guess makes sense because they're in the ocean and they got a, a lot of things that can eat them uh but they're so smart they can they can conserve their brain power which i just wish i could use my brain power that's even <laughs> that's even more nuts <laughs> yeah uh and yeah so dolphins sleep with one eye open i think we can learn from a dolphin dolphins are so cool have you heard those stories of like people being saved by dolphins yeah do you believe those yeah i I think dolphins are that smart uh do you know what a porpoise is uh no and i'm not saying that on porpoise I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even, you know what? I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. Move on. What's your next one? I'm not even going to say it. Son of a bitch. I win today. Yeah. Just move on. What's your next one? You bastard. Oh, Matt, we're born, right? Yeah, we we, we are we've born. been birthed. I have been birthed. You've been birthed in the hospital, right? Yes. <laughs> Glad you had to fact check. <laughs> uh, so, Matt, the hospital you're born into is the only building you'll ever leave without ever entering. Yeah, dude, that is that is f-ing crazy. Yeah. That's wild. I'm trying to think of a scenario in my head, but it's literally not possible. Yeah. What if you enter a building but don't leave? 
But where would that be? Well, like if you like die, like in a funeral home. You die in a well, funeral. You, no, home. You, I'm sorry. You die in like the cremate cremation plant. I'm just gonna stop talking. Okay. <laughs> Matt's still on the thing about porpoises. Nah, I really <laughs> that threw me for a loop. The whole episode now is gonna go go shit. <laughs> um, yeah. It's uh. I mean, I thought about it, and I'm like, well, what about? And I'm like, wait, no, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. right. Yeah, that is that is factually correct. Yeah. You're welcome, everybody. Thank you, Mike. Mike of course. Giving us knowledge. Yep. Um, speaking of dying, <laughs> Mike, what happened? What, when, when people die, what, what's the two main things that they do? They go to heaven or they go to hell? Correct. Okay. Well, purgatory. Um, but <laughs> they either get buried or they get cremated, right? Right. Well, there's a third option. Uh, uh, but the, the, but the, um, I don't know that third option, but go ahead. Did you know that there is a company that turns dead bodies into an ocean reef? An ocean reef? Correct. Um, so, for those who romanticize at a burial at sea, the company Eternal Reefs offers an innovative solution. It mixes the cremated remains of a person with concrete to create a quote-unquote pearl onto which loved ones can etch personal messages, handprints, or environmentally friendly mementos. The pearl is then encased in a, quote, reef ball that is dropped into the sea, where it provides a new habitat for fish and other sea life, helping encourage a vibrant ecosystem. I mean, I'll, I'll say, dude, that's crazy, but, uh, dude, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it, it really is. It's Have sick. you ever seen... um? I mean, I'll bring up a sad subject. So, like, obviously when a pet dies, mm-hmm. they give you a ton of options. Mm-hmm. And, like, planting a tree is one of them with, like, their remains being somewhat, uh, like, the cremation of it. Sorry, that'd be kind of morbid. But, uh, like, the, the um, yeah, the cremation of it, like, the, yeah. What am I talking about? I was going to say dust. The ashes there of is. the individual, uh, sorry, the pet is like somehow infused in that 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 growing process. Yeah, no, it's 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 crazy. Um, can you imagine like telling people, "Yeah, when I die, I'm going to be an ocean reef." Like, who the hell is this? what's this guy talking about? He's already <laughs> lost it. But it's actually true. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's not. It, it is kind of cool. It's different. Yeah. Because, like, really, what are you going to do when they bury a body? Like, you're going to disintegrate anyway. I feel time. like, I know this is kind of like a weird subject to talk about. This is pretty morbid. <laughs> um, but, like, I feel like, yes, is it a good thing to be buried? Yes. But your body's going to decay, and then, like, things are going to be weird. And then, like, if something happens where, like, there's excavation going on at, like, a mm-hmm. church, and it's like, oh. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's permits and all that to occupy that information, but like, I don't know. I feel like cremation is the better option. My thing is like, we keep burying bodies. There's going to come to a point where there's going to be no, no <laughs> yeah. room to bury bodies. And then what do you yeah. do with caskets? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a slippery slope. But that is cool. I'll have to look it up. That's it's reef. It's a reef. Resting? Uh, it's called the place is called Eternal. Um, let me second. I took a screenshot of it. It is called Eternal. No, that's the top one. Eternal Reefs. I don't know where they're located. Uh, Florida, Sarasota. Should have should have known that one. Wow, that's pretty cool. Gotta be expensive though. Uh, let's see here. Our offerings. Uh, our pricing. Here we go. Uh, take a wild guess. Uh, $3,000. Okay. And an Aquarius Eternal Reef, about two inches, two feet high and two, three feet wide, is about five to 700 pounds. It's about four grand. I, that's not terrible. Like, no. funerals are expensive. They really are. So that, that's not bad. Yeah. 
I'll have to look this up a little bit later. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But before you do that, Mike, we have one more segment before we uh, hit the road. Uh, hit we're going to move into yeah. Never Come Back, back no, no More, No More, No More, No More. No more. Um, let's get into some Down in the Dumps. So I feel like I feel like we've both had good weeks, but there's still some stuff that brings us down. So, Mike, I have a few. Um, lot a lot of stuff happened in the last two weeks. A lot of stuff happened in the last couple of days. Uh, we'll start with uh, the first uh, Mike NBA playoffs are going on. I don't know if you saw this, but Devin Booker has got a bad hamstring injury. Yes. Uh, and now the Suns might not make it out of the first round uh, in a year that they were the title favorites in mm-hmm. Vegas. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're now tied 2-2 at the Pelicans. And I'm very worried that uh, they might lose the first round. And we just can't catch a break. Chris Paul keeps like flexing his hand that he broke earlier in the year. Uh, it's not great, Jim. And it's tough because it's, it's a young team. Like, and it's not like there's some veteran players that are getting hurt like it's the young team and mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't go any younger than than what you already have so yeah no it's it's tough but hey if they make it out of the first round burger can come back and who knows what happens uh mike d- by chance did you see any instagram stories of me over the weekend <sighs> really man you want me to think <laughs> you see any instagram stories of me over the weekend <laughs> well peculiar ones maybe it'd be um, at work I mean, I I saw you dressed up. All right, let me send you a video. So at work, uh, again, I work for my league baseball team. Um, we had a night. It was parano- paranormal patrollers night. Oh, what? Like ghost hunter night? Yeah, no, I know what you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we had a fun little thing where one of our mascots was catching a ghost on the okay. Oh no. And after he caught the ghost, he was acting like he was carrying the ghost up the steps. And who was planted, not planted, who was sitting, and uh, I just texted you a video, yep. who was sitting um, in the stands were me and April. Um, the mascot took a little tumble with the slime. <laughs> I got slimed. Um <laughs> That's not the down and dumps part. This it went it was very funny. Very funny skit. Mike, do you know what that was? That green stuff? Cornstarch? Nope. Something you're allergic to. Nope. Um it's pancake mix. Oh. <laughs> I had to take a shower in the middle of the game. I'm the kick. The pancake mix dried to my arms. <laughs> And it would not come off my arms. It was stuck to my arm hair. And Mike, I'm proud to say, as of two days after this game, I was still pulling slime off my body. Oh my god. Which, again, very great skit. Everybody loved it. (laughs) I have slime stuck to me. I can't get it off. I'm sorry. Yeah, it it was tough. (laughs) Um, And then, two days later, I was dressed as Prince Charming at work. So really, you never know what you're going to get at a Merlin ballpark. And to top it all off, um, woke up this morning, pretty tired from the homestand, but uh, energized. I bruised my hip, and it kind of hurts to walk. And Mike, for the life of me, I don't know how I did it. Oh. I don't remember hitting my hip off anything. I don't remember stumbling. I remember, no. I remember hitting my elbow. Bring it around, town. I remember hitting my elbow off a sink. But I don't know what I did to my hip. Okay. I mean, pain is temporary. Stories are forever. We'll never know. Yeah, I just want to know how I got it. <laughs> and I also just wanted to go away because it really hurts my walk. I had this massive back pain last week. And I woke up and I had it. And I'm like, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. And like, obviously going to work was just even more awful because then you had to like, Take your time. Be careful. It's just, yeah. It's a lot of stuff. Not great. No. That's all I got. That's not a bad day. A bad no, couple no, weeks. Nothing Nothing terrible. No. No. I think you're fine. Absolutely. 
I think the pancake mix was is just that's awful. I'm sorry. Well, they said they tried with cornstarch and water, and they just didn't didn't get great. I don't know how they landed on pancake mix, but it wasn't terrible. <laughs> um, yeah. So I have two. Um, this one's just a general one. Like it happened to me today, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna bring it up today. Someone not answering your FaceTime call. So when you say not answer, do you mean like they don't answer and they don't text you? Be like, hey, can't talk right now. Or right. They just like don't it goes, goes to the other, like goes to literally like as if you were to actually call someone like it goes to voicemail. But it's mm-hmm. like. Matt's unavailable. It's like. But and, and I think people constantly keep saying this. There needs to be some sort of a FaceTime voicemail or Absolutely. a FaceTime video mail would be hysterical. Just, just think of like the late night drunk FaceTime. Like that would be hysterical. Oh boy. Oh yeah. I think I'm opening up a can of worms and nobody well, wants to. But yeah. I agree. There's gotta be some FaceTime voicemail. It, how have we not had this yet? Yeah. I, I don't know. But typically, I mean, it was for my coworker, but like usually when Jenna doesn't answer, it's like, okay, well, you know, Jenna's doing this or Jenna's doing that. But I typically don't like get upset. Um, but you know, I, I, I nobody answered. I'm like, oh, said okay like whatever <laughs> it is a little sad yeah uh and then my second one um i did meant i did i did mention this to him today at work um tomorrow is Cra- uh my my co-workers craig uh last day mm. of work tomorrow um he was part-time uh we always joked around saying that we were a team of two and a half because craig wasn't full-time so uh Craig fortunately took a full-time job with benefits, a pay that is actually a livable pay. Um, and it's five minutes away from his house. So he can literally walk to work every day and he could save so much money on gas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's upsetting because, and, and he knows, but he, great worker, great guy, you know, did the job, did the job well. If he ran into any issues, Craig would be able to, you know, make the wrong right or be able to pivot quickly. Um, you know, it's just tough because you have to go through the whole entire process again and like finding somebody new and mm-hmm. them finding the work vibe and the work ethic and just really trying to find that happy medium amongst everybody is is challenging. So, um, you know, I'm happy for him. Like, I'm not like I'm upset he's leaving, but I'm not upset because he is leaving. Like. I'm very happy that I got a full-time job because, you know, for somebody who's been in that point of getting paid five bucks an hour and trying to live on rent, gas, groceries, utilities, um, you know, I, I understood that and, and I'm happy that he took the opportunity, but it just goes to show that, that we need to be a little quicker on bigger opportunities when people are doing the best job. So yeah, it's weird out on the job market right now. There's a lot of jobs open, and then a lot of places are, a lot of places are starting to realize they have to pay well, and not just pay enough, but pay well, because there's a lot of jobs out there that people can get that are closer to their home or work from yeah. home in this day and age that we're in. So, um, yeah, at the end of the day, people just have to do what's best for them. And people too, like businesses are offering sign-on bonuses. It's like, okay, great. Like you're offering a sign-on bonus, but like, how is that going to benefit somebody later in mm-hmm. life? Like, oh yeah, you got a job. <laughs> Congratulations, you got a job. Here's an extra five hundred dollars, or or I've seen places a thousand dollars sign on bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't like why why don't you just give them that money regularly if you have that capacity to give that money immediately? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the thing that like I'm like really like you're giving them a sign on bonus. That's taking money out of your budget. And now you don't want to pay them regularly. Like that, that's what gets me with these sign on bonuses, in my opinion. But no, I agree. Yeah, it's great to get the employee there, but you got to do stuff to keep them too. Right. So, um, Craig, I, I mean, I know Craig doesn't listen, but, uh, he knows this podcast exists. So, (laughs) um, I, I appreciate you, man. And I appreciate everything you've done for us. Um, and we do really wish you the best of luck in your future. And hey, don't be afraid to come back if there's an opening. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's my downs and the dumps. 
Sometimes we had decent weeks. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I had a fabulous weekend with Jenna. We we were at a gala. It was just it was amazing. It was a Again, really, really you good guys time. look great. Thank you. Stylist did a great job. Mm-hmm. Sent Jenna off to the nail salon, get her nails done. Oh, oh yeah, I went that way. <laughs> it's actually it was really really nice, and I feel like I need to do it more often. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So, but um, yeah, that concludes another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Uh, you can find all of our social media at solo.to slash funny business. There you'll find our YouTube, our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook, our Twitch. And then you also find our link for our merchandise store. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some fabulous products. Um, and yeah, that's, that's all the shameless promotion. Uh, Mr. Matthew. Yep. What is your advice for the good people of the funny business world? Uh, we briefly mentioned on it. A little bit earlier, but take your vitamins. <laughs> Let's take care of ourselves. Vitamins, chewables, gummies, swallowed, take down the hatch, whatever, however you take it, whatever kind you take. Um, you know, let's um, take your vitamins. But a steak? A steak? Yeah. So, oh, like put it in the steak? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, there's a quote from Kicking and Screaming oh. uh, early in the movie. Dad goes, I take a vitamin every day. It's called a steak. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, did not get that reference. Okay. Great movie. If you haven't seen Kicking and Screaming. Also, my advice, go watch it. Will Ferrell's fantastic. Mike Ditka. Great movie. The Bears. Mm-hmm. That's his name. Yeah. I forgot that's his name. Yeah, Mike Ditka. Yeah. And it's a great soccer movie. Not many soccer movies out there. I'm 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 I was waiting for more, but but I'll take what you you gave because that's yeah, probably I, the most you've ever complimented about soccer. As you should, because that's about <laughs> the nicest thing I'll say about soccer. <laughs> oh man. Well, if you are traveling somewhere, make sure you are traveling there uh in a decent amount of time. Uh if you are running, make sure you are hitting that goal of whatever time your personal record. Um, but until the next time. We'll see you all in the next episode. Stay safe, everyone.